0: You're listening to the podcast Detroit Network visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information Hey Daisy.
1: hey Charles I came to a realization I like it tell me more some people are like slinkies not really good for much, but they bring a smile to your face when you push them down the stairs <laughs> oh, I mean
0: everyone loves the slinky. <laughs> I mean, you know, bless their souls. Did you say bless their souls or rest their souls? Because bless those, their souls. One of those is murder, Stace, murder. Not today. I'm too pretty for jail.
1: Dave, please play that track.
0: Lordy, lordy, look who's 240. What? Yeah. Lordy, lordy, look who's 240. 240? Yeah, that's the episode we're on.
1: Episode number, yeah. I caught caught that one, Chels. I was there with you.
0: Thank you.
1: God bless. Dave in Podcast Detroit because I was like, listen, I know I'm getting older, but you need to chill <laughs> <laughs> you're not 40. Right? I know I'm closer to 40 than 30. Don't want to talk about it, but <laughs>
0: birthday month this month. Yay! Especially so happy. When 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 this goes to the world, I believe it's like we're within days, or is it the day? <gasps> Is this is the day
1: that the Lord has made me. That the Lord has made me. <laughs>
0: uh, it's a day off. It's fun. Um. <laughs> so happy birthday, Stacey! I mean
1: think it's an honor to be alive. No, so to be nominated is where I thought you were going, and I was like, "Listen, I would love to be nominated for what? I don't know. Um, hey, ring yeah. girl." Yes, would love to be nominated for that. Um, don't want to do any pageant type of stuff, no. Um, be nominated for an Oscar, sure, because it doesn't have to be for acting. I and mean, even if it was, I'm a bomb supporting actress, just throwing that out there. Um, I like to be nominated for you know what, like best hype man or hype woman. Cause not like a stage mom where you're like, you better smile, even though I've done that before. I would definitely be a great like hype man or hype woman, like you got this. You know who doesn't got this? All them other crappy people out there, because they're not as good as you. If you're listening to this right now, reasons why I'm single, fandom, fans, short for fanatics. Thank you, C D's for that one. Um, just know that I'm talking to you and you're great and we love you. Sure. And we're so happy you're here. Heck yeah, man. We're excited. Can we talk about how cute you look, please, Chelsea? Even though I know people are listening to us, but they need to just feel the cuteness that you are embodying right now. You're so sweet, thank you, hype man.
0: <laughs> I have like a little baby top knot. You know I love it. And then the rest of my hair is just down, existing. But I got so make- long though. It smells so good.
1: Ooh, what does that smell like? Flowers and crap. <laughs> <laughs> say her real name um one time she was like oh you smell like flowers and I said thanks and she said then a dog pissed on I was like whoa not cool (laughs) I didn't say her real name because it happened in like junior high or high school but I was just like oh so he said flowers and crap I'm like hold on (laughs) can we just clarify that they're nice smelling flowers (laughs) And you are my pretty, nice smelling flower, Chelsea. And together, you're just a beautiful floral, tropical explosion.
0: Arrangement. (laughs) Arrangement. Beautiful floral arrangement. Arrangement. I'd be edible.
1: (laughs) Um, Wait a minute, that's cannibalism. (laughs) Huh? How was your week? Um, stressful but you know what we're we're surviving we're surviving and you know what in another week we'll be thriving so hey onward and
0: upward how are you my dear friend um well I'm letting the the youths on our Facebook know that we're we're existing the youths
1: not that we only
0: target youths <laughs> no, no. we target anyone hey hey you out there The (laughs) youths. You (laughs) guess who's soldier boy's best friend? Everybody's younger than somebody.
1: (laughs) Oh, I like it. Snaps for wisdom.
0: (laughs) I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying educate yourself. These (laughs) are facts. Um yeah, no, I've had a busy week. Karaoke is back in full swing. I just got another night. So that's nice for the
1: friends. Another night.
0: Another night. What nights are you doing now? Thursdays and Saturdays starting tomorrow.
1: So, yeah. Gosh, do you remember back in the day where you'd
0: go out for like thirsty Thursdays? I remember when we'd drag you to the country bar because it was dollar beers.
1: God, I hated that. (laughs) But to be fair, so the establishment was Coyote Joe's. Very nice establishment, not going to lie. cleanest place I had ever been to when I was out bar hopping back in the day. Yeah. Um, so I remember my first time being dragged there and I was very vocal about it. I know I've talked about it on here before. And I was just at the bar. I'm like, can you just give me like two whatever of whatever? And this guy was like, let me buy you a drink. I'm like, cool. Give me two, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and so he gave them to me and I went to go pay for them. He goes, no, no, no. These ones are on me because I really want you to enjoy yourself here. And I'm like, that is the nicest thing <laughs> that I've ever heard. I was like, thank you so much. And I did enjoy myself. And by enjoy myself, I mean, get half in the bag and not remember half the night. And I just kept, kept going to different corners of each of the two bars. And everyone bought my drinks for me. Like, hey, we haven't seen you here before. I'm like, you are absolutely right. <laughs> Help me feel welcome. And I just drank for free and the group I was with drank for free because I was like here
0: people keep buying me things <laughs> I remember there was a bar it's definitely closed now but it was over in Utica and it was the first night because I was very much the like vodka crayon girl uh, hello I don't, mind you I don't even like vodka now that I actually like know what liquor tastes like I'm like Vodka's not my jam, did you know? I'm a t- And t- because you. I was
1: bougie, I didn't start like drinking, drinking until I went to visit my friend in LA. I did a vodka cran, but the vodka was mandarin vodka. So it was a
0: cranberry orange. Ooh. Ooh. But we went to this one bar and I, re- I remember specifically because my friend, I need a girl's name. We should probably take care of some business. Okay, let's do that. Chels. What is it time for? It's time for the fake name series of the day. Ow! So the
1: fake name series of the day is what we use to save the shade. <laughs> so instead of using people's real names, we use names that are from the fake name series of the day to hide their identities. But they hurt these don't, right. They know who they are. 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 Maybe find them at a bar. Bar. But keep six feet. Six feet. Ah! Anyways, um today's fake name series of the day is Good Times. Good Times. Temporary <laughs> yeah, layoffs. Um so Need Good a- Times a- is Oh sorry, like, tell people about the show. They I'm don't sure. know. No worries. Um, good times is about a poor family that makes the best of things in the Chicago housing projects with help from wisecracking neighbors, buffoonish building superintendents and
0: friends. Friends. Um, so specifically this story makes me laugh because I was, I've had a lot of like moments, journeys not fulfilled in my life. And this particular journey was when I was about to join the Navy. And I I know, right. And and it's mostly funny because I was 20 and, and we went to a bar because my friend who is a girl whose name is. Uh, Thelma. Thelma. So Thelma had just turned 21, literally like the day before. So we did it where Thelma walked into the bar, gave her ID and then passed my ID back, her ID, right back to me. And then I gave her my, gave them my ID immediately after, which just proves that they did not care. <laughs> <laughs> Come in. We need hot ladies. Come in. <laughs> so we get in there and I get up to the bar and I was like, I'll take a vodka grand. And they were like, great. That'll be six. And I was like, dollars? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, how much is a beer? And they're like, a dollar. And I was like, I'll have six beers. (laughs) And that was the day I started drinking beer at the bar. (laughs) But yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, I think that maybe we haven't talked about this on the show. So there was a point... I was, I was definitely like, I had, I didn't end up finishing college and everybody, because I really was in this headspace where everybody was like, you should be a teacher. You should be a teacher. And I took all these classes that were aimed just for being a teacher. And then I got to a school and I was like, wow, I don't want to be a teacher. I give teachers so much prop, like, especially in the last year, I don't even know how you guys are doing this virtual stuff. And then people half are in line in class, but you got to teach everybody. I mean this just proves I made the right decision for myself. Right. I've
1: always said for Oof. years, I've always said parents and teachers are superheroes because totally. how they deal with one child, let alone a classroom full. I don't know. And within
0: the past year, people now understand why I always said that. <laughs> right. But, um, so I, I, Rather than continue going down that path with school or changing my major, which I was already in my third year, it was going to add another three years to my school. It it just, I I stepped back and I was like, you know what, I'll go back at some point. I haven't done that, but you know, you, you never know. You can't, can't always, you can't call the rest. I'm I'm young still. I could go back to school, I guess, if I wanted to.
1: Dude, there are people going back to school in their 80s. Like, exactly. So, you know, i going to get some knowledge. Uh, <laughs> right. Even though I majored in the school of hard knocks, <laughs> I guess this institution will teach me something. This is why I can't be 80 going back to college
0: because I'll be like, you all have been through nothing. <laughs> I just show up and be like knockers, knockers, hard knockers for you just
1: listening, she may or may not have grabbed her breasts.
0: Anyways. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I was in this big, you know, I wasn't sure my, my parents were very clear. I needed to get a job. So I got a job at Marshall Fields and I was selling shoes and I was pretty much just selling shoes, getting paid every week and drinking that money. Like, (laughs) and, um, And finally I sat there and actually turned to my friend Thelma and she and I were like, we need to get out of here. Like this can't be what we do for the rest of our lives. This is not good. And so we looked into joining the Navy and we both went and took the maps and she got a, the highest you can get on the maps is a 99. She got a 91 and I got a 98 and yeah. And um, we were like, Guys, I was very close to signing my stuff and like swearing myself in. Um but one doctor said I couldn't cuz my arm doesn't straighten. So yeah, like I was going to join the navy. I was going to have a whole different life, but this one doctor said because I couldn't straighten my arm, um I had I I couldn't do a proper push-up and therefore I couldn't I couldn't join the navy. So yeah, it my whole life had to get changed again, but we were in that summer before she went to boot camp that we were still training with the Navy guys, um, learning all of the, learn, learning all the job titles and all the, the chain of command and all that stuff. And we went to this bar because somebody picked it from our group and we were both like, we can't get in. And, and, uh, Thelma had just turned 21. We do that whole thing. But, um, man, if I could tell you guys, like, if, if you are listening to this and you're like, I just don't know, if I'm doing what my life is supposed to be doing, then you know what, like change is terrifying. And I know that because I have been a product of change, but I, I ended up not joining the Navy. And then I was like, well, crap, I got to find something else. And then I kind of stuck with retail for a while because that is for sure my safety net because I'm good at it. Um, But I flat out turned and I'm like, you know what? We're going to figure this out. We're going to, I went to school for esthetician. I realized that I really did find that. And 10 years this month is when I got my aesthetics license. So, I mean, and it definitely, mind you, I was 21 when I didn't join the Navy, but then, so then it took me four years to figure out, well, three and a half years, because then I I actually went to school, but it's crazy to realize like 15 years ago, I thought I was joining the Navy. I thought I had this whole other path that my body, my, my life was supposed to take. And one guy made that a different thing. So if you're, if you're out there and you're listening and you're thinking, God, my life is just not where it's supposed to be. um, You've got time and, and, and try, try an avenue, you know, like go ahead down that next road and see where it takes you. And if it doesn't take you to the right place, you know, you you can have your safety net of retail because there's always going to be retail. Um, a little less now, <laughs> you know, here I am. I'm, I'm in a complete state of flux this past year, a job that I love that did not want to do it took me to part time because of what's happening with COVID. So I had to bounce back. And so now I work, part-time at the doing eyebrows. And I work full-time at a bakery, which I never would have thought I would be something that I'm good at, but now I'm the marketing manager for them. And I'm doing, and I'm, I get to go deliver people cake. Like, (laughs) which is like my dream job. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's crazy because I think that if, and I think that if me, the day that my friend swore in for the Navy and I was told that I couldn't also they tell you when you're in your underwear because it's like the most embarrassing like cause disrespectful so like and most people they just approve and move on but for whatever I for whatever reason he just yeah he didn't he was not on board but and um that stuff
1: always makes me wonder because it's like what you can't have any tattoo showing when you're in your uniform like they can't be showing I'm just
0: you can, they just have to be approved. Ooh. You get it, Like every time you get a tattoo, it has to be like logged. So like in general, I have a tattoo on my forearm. I wouldn't have ever gotten that if I were in the Navy, just because it is, then you can't wear short sleeves. It's true. Um, but, or, but like, if you do get, if you do have a tattoo, I think you can wear still short sleeves in some of the branches as long as it's in the system and already approved. Um, but yeah, I mean, but yeah. So like, I feel like if you're there, if you're out here listening and you're in your twenties and you feel like your life just isn't where it's supposed to be, my life was nowhere it is now. If you told me at 21, sitting there rejected from the Navy, thinking that was my whole life plan, thinking i had finally found my plan that in 15 years, I was going to be a homeowner who had makes her own money and isn't worried about bills because she's doing fine like i you would i would have laughed at you i would have i probably would have cried honestly because that's who i am but
1: (laughs) girl listen i cry on days that end in y
0: (laughs) (laughs) one of the girls at my bakery got engaged and (gasps) she told me how it happened and i oh sheila says she loves us thank you sheila we love Love you. you sheila you (laughs) um while she was telling me I started crying and it was like and she (laughs) wait can you tell the story of course I can let me tell the story okay so her name is Penny Penny ding and Penny has been dating her longtime boyfriend uh JJ JJ so ding so Penny and JJ are in love Penny and JJ actually live at her parents' house because JJ had a not so great moment with his parents. Something happened. Anyway, his her parents are very supportive of it. They don't sleep in the same room. They're just together. But like six months ago, Penny found a receipt in his pocket for a jewelry store, a, a very substantial receipt. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is it. He's going to propose. So she's been waiting six months. <laughs> So he, so JJ says to Penny two weeks ago, listen, I'm taking you out. I need you to get a nice dress. Now Penny is beautiful. She is, she's Greek. She's got this beautiful olive skin and this lovely dark long hair. And then she's got like the little like bleached, like she's a little goth. So she's got the like emo stuff in the front. That's all bleached blonde. So she finds this dress that's like a strapless, asymmetrical, green, emerald green velvet gown. Girl, you are a velvet dream. <laughs> and she she was like, we're only going to Detroit, so maybe it's not happening this weekend. And I was like, I feel like he told you to get a dress. Like, if if he told you to get a dress to take you on a picnic and not propose to you, then call, tab him. call me because I'm going to explain to him why that was mean. <laughs> and also he's paying for the dress. <laughs> he shows me these videos. So she gets all dressed up and he, she gets out of the bathroom and he's gone and she, he texts her, texts her. And if they're at like a, um, like a B and B downtown. So she texts, he texts her and says, come downstairs. And as soon as she walks out of the, I'm going to cry saying it cause it's just so sweet. Every she opens the door and there's her best friend. And she gives her a rose and she says, June 18th this year, the first kiss. And then she walks a little bit further down and he gives another person with another rose. And they're like, September 23rd, the first time I told you I loved you. And they go down. And so literally like every five feet, she's getting a rose and every rose has a memory attached to it. And it's, like I'm watching this and I'm crying just like I am now. And she's like, Chelsea, don't be sad. I was like, no, I'm just so, sweet. <laughs> so sweet. Also anything emotionally wise that's above a seven is I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> oh, Sheila said something. Oh, thanks. Sheila said, oh, you make single life much funner. It's, it's so good. I'm making up my own words. Yes, <laughs> <Get> funner. <laughs> there are no rules. Only Zul um so she gets down so now by the time she's at the bottom of the staircase she has a dozen roses in her arms dang come on memories and then her parents are there and her dad kisses her cheek and they send her into this room and she walks in and he's sitting he's there on his knee and she's like she was so nervous at that point that she just started laughing (laughs) And then he, um, yeah, he told her, I can't wait to start the rest of my life with you. Will you marry me? And she said, yes. And it was just, oh God, it was so romantic. And I just like, as every person was saying their thing, I'm just like, (laughs) because you know that this man has been making a point to write down the dates of all these things so that this could happen so it was like not only do you love me enough to marry me you love me enough to remember things
1: <laughs> oh my gosh I had read this one post where or, or no this guy had put together this slideshow and it was a uh, I I forget how they did it oh it was like every time they took like a selfie or something like that he would take three and one of them would have a note just like, I'm going to marry you. And they were together for like a year. So then when he made a photo album and he gave her all the pictures and she's like, I remember that. Did you photoshop that? He's like, no, I've always known that you were the one. I was like, I can't, I just, I can't,
0: (laughs) I'm just like ugly crying while reading or watching this video. So she um so she comes to work and I'm like did it happen did it happen and she's like it happened and she flips a rock down. I am not exaggerating when was I was Dwayne on it. <laughs> this thing is insane. There's like it it probably sits a half inch off of her finger, and it's one big like the thing the the diamond is like the size of a dime around like it's huge it's huge to the point where I was like have you got it caught on things yet because it's it's like legitimately like one of the biggest rings I've ever seen in real life And then it come got, through, JJ. Come through. Beautiful, like vintage wrapping of like it looks like almost vines on the actual band. It's it's very beautiful. Um, i was so I was like I'm so proud of you guys because like. Clearly he's known for a while that he was going to marry you and you, you are just, they're so supportive of him. And I, you know, I don't want to blast JJ for his stuff. He has a lot of issues with his family and all this and her family, like just scooped him up and they're actually extremely progressively. He is going to take her last name because he, he doesn't have that connection that she does to hers. So congratulations, JJ and Penny. <laughs> we love love. We don't want to be the bitter girls who are single. We want, I want people to be happy for me too.
1: <laughs> right. And if you're not, it's probably because I'm going to be extremely arrogant about it. Like suck it bees. It's my turn. I mean, I got engaged. If <laughs> I suck it bees, I mean, beautiful friends of
0: mine. Beautiful friends of mine beautiful (laughs) babes (laughs) oh hi chelsea
1: i'm doing my nails next week (laughs) i'm gonna do
0: i keep buying them i should probably put them on my fingers
1: listen that's the one thing that i do have planned out shouts out to color street and our rep is chelsea um invite only okay but um So I've had an idea for my birthday, Manny, for a while. So that's the one thing I plan on doing for my birthday. However, now that I look back over the colors, it looks like I'm attending a gender reveal party because it's like pastel blue, pastel pink, and white, and confetti. And I'm just like, really should have thought this through a little more. But that's okay. I'm committed. This is what I want.
0: (laughs) I um, I made a gender reveal cake today. Did you? I did. It's fun because like I, it's like the one secret that I can keep for sure. <laughs> Wait, do you actually know the... So they'll tell us. And then what we do is in the in the actual cake, we put a rattle that's either pink or blue. And if it's twins, then it's yellow. And so they give us the envelope from their doctor and we get to open it. And most people want to keep the envelope. So like we open it and we close it and we seal it back up and give it back to them. Um, wow.
1: I'd have to write it down because I'm like, I won't remember. I'm going to mess it
0: up. <laughs> no, we, we, intent, we were making it right in that moment. So we <laughs> we'd already grabbed it. But we then you have to like press it, press it into the cake so that people can't like look over the bow and everything. So it's like, it's just fun to watch people. Like, not know. And then, like, it's like, oh, you're going to find out, but I know first. <laughs> it's- now, let me be bitter for a moment.
1: I can there are several. There are several events that I don't like to attend. Two of them are showers. The third is a gender reveal party. I, I Unless the gender reveal party is a part of the baby shower, I don't want to be there. Because I've been to one before. And I was like, this is the dumbest party I've ever been to. I'm like, so you're just spending money on food to feed us. We're going to watch you open up a box and then balloons pop out. And
0: that's it. Everyone go home. I'm like, this is dumb. (laughs) Okay. First off, I do agree with you that I think gender reveal parties are lame. Um, but I do like the idea of, like, you and your husband getting a gender reveal cake. Or, like, let's say you found out, you and your husband found out, but then you want to give something to your parents for them to have the surprise. Like, that I totally get on board for. Um, but I do agree, just having a party to reveal a gender when, especially when we live in a world <laughs> that, like, nothing is super defined.
1: <laughs> yes. Like completely. Agree because I cannot stand those parties, but I agree with you. with the whole parents thing, I'd be down for that. I yeah. would
0: send a cake to all of the important people and yeah, you can pull out the battle and be like, oh my god, it's uh you know, like and then then that makes sense, but it's it's definitely funny because yeah. Oh gosh, Stacey, let me tell you. Um, so I have been watching the most recent season that's on on Hulu of Married at First Sight. And there is a girl there who is in one of the couples and she is a virgin. I and love let me tell you that she is so annoying. I was going to say, everyone's going to hate her. I already know. She is like on top of the fact that she's a virgin. And so she's a very, she's a, very, I don't want to say like, maybe pious is the word, but it's like, good for me. I'm a virgin. I waited for this precious gift to give my husband so he can take my virginity. And, but on top of that, she's also an only child who's never had to share anything. So she like every time they go anywhere, she is throwing fit after fit of like, like they have the families over to their house to like celebrate their union. And she was like we bought drinks and food specifically for this event and I turn and they are in our fridge drinking my lemonade and, and he wasn't from Chick-fil-a that's the only lemonade worth fighting over but not even fighting <laughs> and he legit like she sat there and she I mean she threw like she mean mugged him and was like they they drink my lemonade and he goes they just know when they come to my house they can go on my fridge because that's what normal people do like if if you really don't want them to eat something be like, "Oh, just don't eat that thing." Like, you know. But right? Right. Like everything and then he made a really good point. He was like, "Everything in there is replaceable." So, if they drink it, I'll go get more. And she was like, "That's not the point. The point is that I had intentions to drink that for me, and therefore nobody else should be able to drink this lemonade." And he was like, and then in his little like aside thing he goes, "Yeah, so she's kind of an only child and a spoiled brat and she hides behind the fact that she's this very godly woman and it's, you know, and I'm just like, "Man, she is giving Stacy a bad rap. I want you guys all to know. Listen to here. This is how Stacy is. Listen to here." <laughs> Which is funny because it could go either way. It could be listened to here, like listen to my face. Or it could be listened to actually here. (laughs) I was like, it could go either way. (laughs) I have a question. I'm sorry. I'm
1: supposed to be listening
0: to there. Well, my point is, I see like, that there's like people like this are giving Stacey's, Stacey's choice of her virginity a bad name because it's like she keeps saying this gift. Like, I mean, they're like six weeks in out of the eight week project, and she's like, this gift that I've, you know, given to my husband. And well, then the, the team's trying to like encourage her sexuality because she's like, oh, I'm definitely sexually attracted to my husband. She's like, well, you haven't done anything but treat him like a roommate. So, how do you expect him to be good like that? So they, they got them like sexy dice, and it wasn't anything crazy, but it is like, there was one she landed, she rolled and she was like, um, and it's a touch boob. And she was like, disgusting. No, absolutely not. Okay. And he, and he flat out said, he was like, your sexual maturity is so far behind mine. And even the simple fact that you won't even treat me like a husband, how am I supposed to play with that? What are their ages? She's 27 and he was 29. Or come on girl you know what i'm saying and she's beautiful that's the crazy thing it was like and it was like you know you you're making yourself look ugly internally and so it's like <laughs> um i literally just before like on my way home i turned it on again because i'm on the last episode so i get to see if people choose to stay married or get divorced but <laughs> hey. <laughs> but um so i know but i don't want to say just in case stacy wants to watch that one but i mean i'll probably just ask you after the fact yeah that's fine um it's the most recent one it's on hulu i think it's season nine but it's worth watching so what i need to know is so she's being a
1: child like an actual child but with married at first sight don't they have like
0: counselors and stuff right yes exactly so there's a the relationship expert special slash sex therapist comes to her, sits down with her and the pastor is talking to him. And he flat out said, at this point, her virginity is this huge thing that I'm scared to even go nearer because like, she's, she's not acting like she's actually sexually attracted to me. I don't want to keep pushing, putting myself out there because she hides behind the fact that it's her virginity. And he's like, so yeah, I'm not good with touching her right now because it doesn't feel like it's going to be a fun thing that I experience with my wife, it feels like it's something that's going to get me in trouble. And meanwhile, she's with the sex therapist and the sex therapist sits there and says, I don't, she goes, what I don't think you understand is the fact that there's a line, a very long line between being roommates with your husband and having sex with your husband. There are so many stops on that line before that. And she goes, there are things you can do to show to your husband that you don't treat him like a roommate. And the first thing the sex therapist suggested was you could shower together and you should have seen her face. She was like, (laughs) just like shock. And I'm like, and I sat there and I was like, what a good suggestion from this. Obviously she's a very well respected doctor, but like what a great suggestion. And then she's like, you could get body glitter and paint paint three spots on your body and tell him he has to find them. And she goes, you're controlling the situation because then he knows where you're okay with him touching you. She goes, but if you keep treating him like this, there's no way he's going to continue in this marriage. So she did do the body touching thing, the edible paints, but she did it in like a really like more than just like, so there's a thing where they say, like, if you have body paints or you have like edible powders or something like that you tell your husband you put it on three you, you put it on three spots and you tell your husband you put it on four so <laughs> so then he keeps looking <laughs> <laughs> deeper <laughs> so like so but instead you just see her and she's sitting there and she's like I got these edible paints and she like puts it on her arm and she's like lick it <laughs> Like, it was very controlled in the fact that he watched her put it on. Now, at one point, he did put it, she did put it, like, on her neck. And then he she put it on his chest and she licked it off. So, like, it was getting somewhere, which is a huge step for both of them, I think. Right. But it was, like, I almost felt, like, at that point, I'm, like, this is almost too little, too late. You guys are six and a half weeks into your eight-week experience. And and you're just now doing this. You should have been at least attempting to do this, like, I will be the first to say it, but like, I, I'm a make out slut. Sorry, dad. I love making out. I love out. <laughs>
1: Hashtag not sorry, dad. Yeah,
0: so sorry. <laughs> also it's PG. It's PG. I love making out though. But like, it makes me laugh because I almost want to be like, I know that these people literally don't know each other. I understand that. And they get married, not knowing each other. But the second after they get married, they go off to the, to buy each other, like by themselves. And they have like, maybe like 20 minutes before they have to go do photos. And my brain, every time I'm like, I want, like, you know, the photographer is going to make us kiss. Let's sit here by ourselves, have a couple of glasses of champagne and like kiss it out for a minute because we're about to go take photos that if we end up married are going to be our, our wedding photos. So <laughs> And be what? like, yes, this gives you a chance to like feel them out. And really like, I feel like a, a lot can be said from the way somebody kisses you. Hey, it's a form of communication. Right.
1: And I'm like with the other- in tongues, if you will, <laughs> God, don't kill me.
0: <laughs> Some people like grill the other person in those moments. They're like, so where do you live? What do you do? Where's your job? What kind of car do you drive? And it's like, No, 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 no. They, they matched you for something beyond that. You can find out all that other stuff. Like what you need to, what you need to give yourself in that moment is a leap of faith. You need to sit there and be like, they matched me for a reason. I'm going to go wholeheartedly into this. And the the easiest way for us to get to know each other in this 20 minute moment is by maybe making out a little,
1: (laughs) not mad at that not mad at least I mean if anything it's foreplay
0: like exactly. but like what are you gonna do if you sit there and and like mind you it's different for Stacy Stacy's going to be dating someone before she's not gonna jump into a marriage and then put all this pressure on herself but or like him but you're not gonna date somebody and not show them any sexual intimacy because There has to be that. Like, you can't, I'm not saying anything like, Stacey's got to go suck a lot of dick. Like, that's not the thing. Like, That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying, especially what this doctor was saying, like, can you sit there and be like, yeah, um, I'm going to go take a shower and you're going to be my husband. So maybe you can watch my back. Like, (laughs) it's like, this is your person. You're more than roommates. You're building this thing that it's just, it's interesting. And I know that that show is so like, Such a small bubble, but I feel like there's been virgins on other shows who have also ruined ruined the vibe.
1: All right. Okay. So dirty laundry time. Cause number one, I've been on one this evening. So um, see this one? She's on it. I'm on it. (laughs) I don't want to be on it. Um, so first and foremost, um, our day ones or even our day a hundred and ones. Um, y'all have heard how, um, when we do VWQ's Virgin with Questions, how it would waver. It'd be Stacy's a virgin by choice, or it'd say Stacey is celibate by choice. And that's because I had issues with being called a virgin. So though I have not consciously been penetrated by a penis, there was a jerk in the past who I was drunk and have no remembrance of anything. And apparently he put just the tip in and then he told all of her friends and had to go through some therapy to get over that therapy but anyways um so I've always wavered back and forth because I have had my hymen busted someone put their fingers a little too far up there wasn't pleasurable but it happened so I'm like technically I'm not one so I was like I don't want to be called that however I have not consciously like had a penis inside of me so it's like I haven't had sex so but I still didn't feel right calling myself a virgin because I don't have like the qualifications in my mind to be one that's which, just the way I've always felt about it
0: which I totally get it because Stacy and I've had this conversation and I've been like people break their hymen on horse riding on bikes on bikes like you can hymen's break <laughs> <laughs> hymen well, confetti comes off.
1: <laughs> contrary to my spirit fingers or maybe mine did I don't know no it didn't I would have
0: remembered would have been fabulous <laughs> but anyways so like, I, so that's my mindset of it where I'm like, you know, you've consciously made this choice. I don't think that you get, you should have to take away the fact that you can call yourself a virgin because of something that happened like that. I also don't, in my personal opinion, I feel like obviously oral sex has the word sex in it. And like, so obviously some people are going to constitute that being something that means that they lost their virginity. I don't agree. I think that it's penetration with a penis, the PPEs.
1: I I like for me, I agree that, you know, a vagina getting penetrated by penis for me would be sex. Have I had oral sex before? Yes. Yes, I have. And I'm not proud of it. At the time I was proud of it, don't get it twisted. But (laughs) now being you shouldn't be proud of it. I feel this. But (laughs) I
0: mean again, this is like
1: over a decade ago. Yeah, like, what
0: do I feel like if God can forgive murderers on death row, he's going to be fine that you had an orgasm. I mean, who said I had one though?
1: Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> right. Did, did the guy get one every single time? <laughs> My husband's going to be a very lucky man. However. Um, and also the last person that Jesus saved before he died was the murderer. So hallelujah. Anyways. Um, but like it's, So that's something that I did used to do like with someone that I was exclusively dating. Like, yeah, I would do that. And honestly, I didn't have like a whole ton of guidance on what to do in relationships. I never got that guidance. And so when I was 14, my best friend at the time, uh, I'm on the wrong series, Uh, Bessie. Thing. When I was 14, um, she had gotten pregnant. And my immediate reaction was, "Holy, huh? Sorry, how old was she? She was a couple of years older." Okay. So me being fourteen, uh, my immediate mindset was, "Your life is over," and that was the moment where I was like, "I am never having sex because I'm like, I never want to have a child. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I want to live my life. I want to be selfish." Again, fourteen year old me. And so, um, as you get older and your body develops, you have these wonderful things called. Hormones and, <laughs> and it's funny because my mother and my grandmother—they are the queen and princess of being prudes. So that was all that I knew. But then, as I came into my own, as my body was developing, my mother and my aunt sat me down, and they were just like, "Listen, you're becoming a woman now, and your your body is, you know, blossoming, and all this other stuff." And they told me, "All we're saying is, you know, while you've got it." flaunt it. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you even saying? They're like, just, it's okay to wear certain things. Like you can, you know, wear like, like a two-piece bathing suit if you wanted to. But again, raised by prudes. I'm like, how dare you? You are disgusting. <laughs> and Chelsea <laughs> can speak for me that I would wear like, three shirts. I would have a button down and then like a layered tank top and then another layered tank top because heaven forbid anyone saw my collarbone. And so like, then I went away. You're giving me me a glimpse of clavicle. You
0: prude.
1: Is this your epidermis I see? Oh God. (laughs) And so then going off to college and i Number one, gained weight. Number two, my boobs were huge. So then <laughs> I'm wearing all the low-cut tops. Like, look at me. So then when I came home uh, from my first uh, year at college, everyone's like, Stacy. And I'm like, "Um, eyes up here, please. But your girl was out here doing things. So then, like, a lot of guys are inquiring. And I'm starting to get asked out for, like, once in my life by a lot of people And so when I would tell people at that time, for real, like I was a virgin, they're like, no way. They're like, what do you mean no way? Like, what are you going to do? Go with me to my doctor? Like, what do you mean no way? And just like Chelsea was saying, like, virgins get such a bad rap. We're just supposed to be these saintly little creatures that dress in sackcloth. So we don't even want to touch ourselves, let alone have other people touch us because, oh, the shame. And I must protect this gift. That's never been me. I was just one by default. Cause I'm like, no, I don't want to get pregnant. I don't want to have sex. But then experiencing my hormones and all this other stuff, I'm like, Ooh, urges. Okay. I'll see you. But also like, I don't want to do that. So then even though your girl gained weight, your girl got in shape because I honestly did not have urges often. But when I did, I'm like, I'm gonna go on this treadmill cause ain't nobody got time. <laughs> and so like a lot of Guys would ask me out. And so then it became a game, like, you know, make or breaker. And I would go out to some very nice restaurants. (laughs) And they're just like, so what do you want to do after this? I'm like, not what you're thinking. Because the one thing, so even though I still like consciously have decided, even the those that I dated, not the three jerks that did terrible things, um, but the guys that I, you know, dated, we were in a committed relationship. Like I've been in relationships for years. And I told them, like, listen, I don't want to have sex until I'm married. And they respected that. And we were fine throughout our relationships. Like, they respected that. Now, fun story, because when you said you two could shower together, there's one guy that was dating. His name was... Uh, <laughs> I can't call him that. His name was Carl. And so... And so, um, what was it, Carl, and I gosh. I'm trying to think how long we had been dating, because we we had known each other for about a year, and then like met him in college. So we known each other about a year maybe, and then we had like reconnected like years later. And so I don't know how long we had been dating. If I were to take a guess, maybe a couple months. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> um, we took. A long weekend together. And so we're staying in a hotel. So the next morning, I go to take a shower. So I'm just showering. All of a sudden the door opens. There's another person in there. I'm like, Oh, well, okay then. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) All right then. So, I mean, it was, it was fine. I was just like, Oh God, this is like, first of all, like my hair is all wrapped up. Cause your girl still got her hair straightened. So you got to wrap that stuff up or else it's, it's going to go into its natural state. And I'm just going to look like a lion. No one had time for that. Plus I had an event. I think we went to an event that weekend or something like that, regardless. So he's just in there and I'm just like, Oh God, what do I do? I'm just like in the corner. And he's just like, would you chill? Like just take a shower. I'm like, I guess that's fair like you know I was like sitting on your face the other night so I guess you've seen everything so like I'm just kind of like sitting there showering and just like oh well this is fine okay then and it was just it was just okay so then next time I'm just like wait can we stay in the shower longer and actually like do things so it was like a progressive yeah but I mean I, I was shocked when he popped in there but it wasn't weird at all. And like you said, that's something I would never do with a roommate. And it makes me sad that the girl on the show was just treating him as a roommate. Like, even if you haven't got to know each other so far, you got to do the work. Like, you're not just going to snap your fingers and be like, fairy tale, we're in love, everything fits perfectly together. Nah, chick,
0: you got work to do. Well and then she freaked out about the fact that they went to his house at the beginning and he had um he had an empty an empty box of condoms and she was like how much sex were you having up until this wedding and then he very simple explanation he was like I didn't know who I was marrying I've already packed for the wedding so the condoms are in my suitcase like but she made such a big deal about his past And she's like, well, you know, my past I've been with no one. So what about you? And it's like, it's not fair to bring somebody else's past into it. This person knows you're a virgin has, and and is literally being so respectful of it, but you also have to be respectful of his needs because if your man's going to get sexually frustrated, you're going to have problems because a lot of men's love language is physical touch. And but because she was so only child, never had to share anything her way or the highway, she literally gave them a tour. She gave them a tour of their apartment and she was like, this sink will only be for washing faces. This sink will only be for washing hands. Dumb. Right. And it's like, okay, I get that you, and you as a single person who lives by themselves can make whatever dumb rules you want. But when you go into a scenario where you're living with a man who is now your partner and your equal, you don't get to make those decisions. Not at all. And that's another thing too. Number one,
1: I have never said, you know, listen, you're not only dating me. Irritating? My gift. <laughs> that is my like for never. First of all, never. Second of all, completely agree with what Chelsea said. You do not hold anyone's past against them. Shoot, people, c- and I have had my past held against me because even though I have been celibate, I'm talking nothing for like over a decade. The fact that I've done those things in my past, trust, I've been shamed for it, and I'm just like. It was in the past. Now, that's something that I don't want to do again unless I am married, to be quite honest. That's where I'm at with my life. And the fact that I get shamed for that, I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, I hope you feel better about yourselves. Like, not sure how that is endangering your relationship, but what ups. But also, I'm not going to hold any dude's past, like, against mine. I have dated, like, dudes that were straight up hoes, like, before we started dating.
0: <laughs> And it's just like that was their past, and and every person that you meet, every relationship that you're in, every experience you have is what leads you to become the person that you are, and become them for them to become the person they are. That makes your partnership make sense for you. Um, the right. other thing that drives me a little cuckaducks, little kookadooks is when um, people is when people on TV who are portrayed as a virgin act like. Like throw, like everybody teases them about it. So then they throw it away. And then it's this, that's their entire plot line. And it's like, honey, you are so much more than your hymen. And, and yes, like there are women out there who made the decision that this is their gift that they want to give to their husband. And that's the decision. There are lots of men who make that decision too. And if that's the choice you've made again, I'm not virgin shaming anyone. I'm also not slut shaming anyone. Um, But you also can't like, it's the perfect analogy is when people talk about CrossFit and veganism. Like, whoa, never heard this. So when you walk into when you walk into a room and somebody goes, is there anything here I can eat? Cause I'm a vegan. And you know, I used to go to the regular, regular gym, but now I do CrossFit. And it's like, how long are you, how long do you have to wait in the room before you hear about it? I feel like these people are sitting there being like, wearing their virginity on their sleeve. Like it's armor or something where it's like, feel bad for you because I gave my, I'm saving my gift for my husband. And it's like, you know what? Are there points in my life where I feel like, I made the wrong decision when it comes to my virginity yeah I do I do actually regret it but not in the way that you would think I don't regret it and think that like I wish that I had waited I actually wish that I had just chose the person pri- prior I think I chose the wrong person and I think if I chose the first person that I didn't have sex with that then I would have, things would have changed. I think that I would have never even dated the first guy, the next guy who I lost my virginity to, who treated me like trash the entire time and then manipulated me into convincing me, me otherwise. Um, Jerk. It, it, I think he, he was, <laughs> he was, but like, I feel like, you know, if, if I could go back, I'd do it differently, but you can't go back. So you got to just move forward with the life that you're living and you can't, you do not have to apologize For the decisions you've made in your previous lives to your future partners. Like, let me say that again for the people in the back. For the people in the back. (laughs) You do not have to apologize for your previous decisions to your future partner or partners. That is not their job to shame you. Now, mind you, if you feel some sort of shame about something that happened in your past, then you talk to a professional and you figure out why you feel that shame and how you can get past it. Cause you're not going to be in a successful relationship if you're, if you can't get past it.
1: Oh, Michelle, because dude, first dude, that took advantage of me. I thought I was over it. Meaning I just buried it deep down inside and just, oh. I was fine. And and so like we even remain because me, people pleaser, remained cordial, remained friends, even though they drug me through the mud, manipulated me, blamed everything on me. Our whole group of friends was mad at me because his heart was broken. Even what? Right. So drug me through the mud. Um, He ends up getting um, engaged, married, all that stuff, went to the wedding, like all of us group of friends were there, went to the wedding. It wasn't until um, him and his wife, I think it was like baby number two they found out it was a girl. And the immediate thought that popped in my head was, cool, I hope she gets raped like you did me. That is not a healthy response. And that's when I knew something was a wreck inside of me. And I was like, that is not a healthy response. And I, there was no way I could justify that. I was just like, first of all, no one in the right mind, especially not a Christian, especially not like just a human that, you know, thinks all humans deserve love. I'm like, that is not healthy. So that's when I did go get therapy. Cause I'm like, this is a mess. And I just had to work through all of those. It, like, I didn't realize how much it affected me and different parts of my life. Until and, I unpack right. all of that.
0: You, you'll build up all sorts of walls around that kind of trauma. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. And that's like, and again, you know, once again, we are a comedy podcast. We want, we love keeping it light, but we also love keeping it real with you guys. So like, the, it's not all up. It's not all happy and funny and go lucky. Like, but it the biggest thing that I, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, this was a little heavy, girl's. Like, well, you know what? Like maybe, my period. Maybe we all need to go through the mental gym because yes. <laughs> like, yes. because there are things that are happening to you know one in four women get sexually assaulted in our lifetime. One in four, and you are talking to two right now, and and it is an it's an unfortunate statistic. And the worst part is, I don't even I don't even think that's that accurate to be honest, because I feel like there's a ton of women. We have had terrible things happen to them who just don't talk about it because the shame and the immediate guilt that you feel as a woman, like you'd like, you could have controlled it. It's yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But listen, the point of all of this being virgins are not all bad, except this girl on married at first sight She's got some issues. <laughs> right? we're, listen, we're humans. And that's the biggest thing. Because so whenever I
1: meet someone, they're just like, you are so amazing. You're so this. And then when it does organically come up, they're like, wait. Wait, wait. I'm just like, it's just my decision, which that's what I was going to say. I do not regret the decision that I made to want to wait because though it started from a naive place where don't get pregnant. Your life is over. Clearly babies are a blessing. My favorite title in life is being an auntie. I love those babes and I love babysitting other people's children. They make me so happy. Um, but I don't regret the decision that I made because I feel as though it's just another vice that I don't have to potentially deal with. So, and even in terms of like me, like I don't drink a whole ton, nothing against anyone that drinks. But it's just for me, I just the way I'm wired, I'm like, oh, I don't want to have a potential vice. Even when I started drinking, and then it's like, oh my gosh, I smoke now. And I smoked for a solid month and a half when I turned 21. About month two, I was like, you know what, let me not do this because I don't want to create a habit out of it. That's the whole reason why I made the decision that I made because I'm like, you know what, I don't want to get into a habit of something like that. And then if I can't fulfill it, I don't know what's going to happen after that. So I'm just not even going to go there. That's why I made my decision.
0: Um, if you want to talk to us about this, you are more than welcome to message us on uh, YouTube. On YouTube. We're not on YouTube. On <laughs> Podcast Detroit is. What our I- Podcast Detroit? Is- Detroit. On um, Facebook at Reasons Why I'm Single or Instagram or Twitter at RWIF Podcast. Um, we'd love to hear your stories. We love talking to you guys. If you have a story that you feel like is longer than a message, send it an email at reasons why, or nope, nope, that's wrong, reasons why podcast at gmail.com. And, (laughs) and as always, we really just want to remind you guys that you are important. And the world is better for you being in it, as long as you are being your authentic self. So keep being who you are, because that's exactly who you should be. And it's who the world needs. Yes. And my final note, as
1: the as the podcast celibate panelist, I will say, do you like my do you like my Bob Barker microphone yeah, here? He I don't know if Drew Carey uses it or not. I haven't paid attention to I it since he does. He- That's awesome. Shouts out to Drew Carey. Um, like a lot of people do, give me crap about you know waiting till marriage again it's my decision and no peer pressure is not going to make me change my mind but I always say you know what when I do get married I'm just like I am going to be molded to do whatever my husband wants because that's the only person I need to satisfy so whatever he wants he can mold me to do that and I'm down with that he's going to be so down for that so down
0: and she's flexible
1: literally and figuratively (laughs) I stopped doing yoga a while back, so I should probably get back on that.
0: I should probably get back on that. <laughs> back on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jump on it. Jump Thank on you it. so much for checking out episode 240. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday, Stacey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you did the real merbs for me. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my little <old> roadrunner. <laughs> Uh, this is Reasons Why I, I'm Single Podcast. That's Stacy birthday girl. That's Chelsea. Hi. And we will see you all next
1: week. Okay, bye. Yeah.